Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bacon Smiles Podcast. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Episode number 75. Getting up there. I know. Unbelievable. I, uh... I can't believe we're done 75 yes. of these. So, as always, I'm Steve Patera, joined by my good friend. Evan Shaw Mumford. Yeah, ready. <laughs> <laughs> ready for another podcast. Another one. Yeah. And uh, so last time we talked, we talked about uh, you going on mission trips. That's right. And this was the second mission trip you've been on, right? It's my first, actually. First? Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you went yeah. on the last one. Nice. No, Jen Jen went on that with Linda. Oh, and okay. And they basically so. wrote me in and said, you got to go next year. <laughs> not, nice. Not realizing, you know, at that point I'll be the youth minister. Yeah, but, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, I went on this past week and it was great. I was saying to Jen, though, that uh, in retrospect, I wish I did have that experience of going on a mission trip before, before becoming a youth minister. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. as a youth minister, you got to look out for everybody and make sure mm-hmm. that Kids are accounted for, and everyone's yeah, being safe. Slightly different so role. There's there's a little bit of pressure on that. Yeah. So, well, so, that's yeah. um, that's the crazy thing. And then so just in the kind of the prep for the podcast, we're also going to talk about Soul Fest. You're going yeah. to that this weekend, uh, and then some of the musical acts that mm-hmm. are there. Maybe talk a little bit about Soul Fests of the past as sure. well. Um, then Saint of the Day is Saint Alphonsus Liguori. And uh, our reading is Matthew 13, 44 through 46. And then you got News of the Weird. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, as we talked about last time, each time you get a project, what was your project for the week of so the mission trip? my project, we were based in North Halden, New Jersey, but my project itself was in Dover, New Jersey, Okay. which is about 45 minutes away. And there's this house called Hope House which is part of Catholic Charities. Okay. And they, back in the day, they used to do rehab programs for people that were addicted to different products and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then if their court order said, you know, you need to get treatment for this, Hope House was one of those options. That's awesome. That program, I guess, ended within the last couple years, but... Because they were involved in that, they have to hang on to all their paperwork for up to 10 years. Oh, okay. So that if, if the court system says, hey, we had we had this person who allegedly went through your program, mm-hmm. can you bring up any paperwork from that? Yeah. You'd want to be able to present that, otherwise a person could be in trouble. Oh, absolutely. For something that they did do. Yeah. So... Uh, so we were helping sort all of that because the Hope House is become much bigger than what the staff can maintain because of budget cuts. Some of the staff has gotten smaller, but the projects and the maintenance on the building has gotten larger. So we were going to the new location, which is about a mile up the road, helping file away all these paperwork and and, uh, just just helping them uh, get ready to move, you know, to a new (laughs) building and and hope that the, their future will stay strong. But, yeah, they, they used to do the, the rehab stuff, and now they do a lot of senior living assistance okay. and other various projects for people in the, in the community. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like I said, I mean, the last one I did was the home for homeless pregnant women mm-hmm. um, and, and stuff like that. So that's a, that's a good project and a good organization yeah. to be volunteering with. So. Yeah, and we had um, a we had a girl who worked at a library, 
as, yeah. as one of the kids on my team. That's cool. So she says, finally, I got this. <laughs> she goes, just put me in the corner. I will do my thing. Yeah, and that was... I'll never forget the time where MJ was on my team, and I think I shared this before, but where we got our list of stuff, and it was yeah. a gigantic list of stuff. Mm-hmm. And MJ was like, what? Why do we have so many? What's <laughs> happening? Why is there so much stuff in my life? I can do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I can climb on rooftops. Just don't go through them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. No barn roofs. <laughs> That wasn't even with our group. No. I just ended up having to go to the hospital because of a severe leg infection when it was our group. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so how, how many kids were in your group? So we had eight teens, four adults. Okay. So it was, it was a pretty good group. It wasn't as big as, I guess, that we've had the last couple of years. Okay. But, but for, for what we had, oh, yeah, they, yeah. they were very good. That was awesome. Very hard. And um, one thing Jen and I were talking about was just seeing the different um, ways that the kids throughout the whole event interacted. Mm. We were just reminded how well-behaved our kids are. Yeah. And no, that's something that you notice because so when I was still part of the – program and when we were still going um the rule was that our kids weren't we weren't allowed to take on other kids and our kids Mm -hmm. were not allowed to be under other chaperones that their parents didn't sign off on so we weren't um mingling our teams up too much so Mm -hmm. we didn't really see too much of that other than the occasional time where we'd have more than one group at a job site. Yeah. And it is really funny because when I'm dealing with our young people, I felt very comfortable, yeah. you know, saying, hey, get back to work. Like, guys, yeah. we're here for a purpose. We're here to help. And I felt like a lot of times with our kids, the second you were like kind of random back in and was like, mm-hmm. guys, what are we here for? Right. We're here to we're here to help out. We're here to serve. I get we're still having fun. Mm-hmm. We're still having a good time, but we're here to serve. Right. That they would always be like, ah, yeah, sorry, you know, yeah. let's get let's get back at it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with other groups because they were mingled in, and the adult of that group did not know those kids right. at the beginning of that week. A lot of times they wouldn't feel comfortable right. saying like, guys, let's get back to work. You know, like, yeah, and not really knowing, like, what's what are the boundaries there? Or what did you find with your work group? So, they were it was interesting because with our project, our uh, our director had a lot of other groups working with her that weren't yeah. necessarily from Catholic Heart Work Camp, mm. but she was a one person delegating work to everyone. So, by the time we'd finish something, we'd go, Okay, we're done, what next? Yeah. And then there'd be periods of we're just waiting for the next instruction. Yep. So our um, the group I was working with, the kids were very driven and doing a good job working together as, mm-hmm. as teammates. But then there were times where they'd be, you know, taking breaks. It's like, all right, well, it was it was kind of a tough spot yeah. where it's like, where do I, you know, give and take? Where do I say, okay, we really don't have anything to work on right now. Let's try to do a team building thing. Yeah. And so it was just it was just trying to work with what we were given. 
and also try to rein them in if they're taking too many breaks. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between like feeling like you're being too strict yeah. or too hard on on the group, and always remembering like they are teenagers; they do right. need to take some time and. Uh, and they're giving up their summer break exactly. to do this. So yes. you don't want to come off as a jerk or anything like that. Yep. But So I tried my best to run it as, as fairly as possible. And it was funny because we had another group from Catholic Artwork Camp that was working at the other site. Yeah. So a couple days we did meet up and we were working on projects together. And then on uh, Wednesday night, we were meeting at the new location before we left. I said, hey, guys, we got a couple more minutes. Mm. Let's just find a room, circle up. We'll do a quick closing activity. And I, uh, I proposed the affirmation. Okay, nice. Like, you know, we've, we've been working together for, you know, a few days now. Tonight's our, today's our last full day. Yeah. Uh, how about we do this affirmation activity? And they were super, super resistant about it. I don't know if they've ever done that activity before. But once I got it started, it just flowed. So, That's awesome. So smooth. That's great. So... Hopefully they got something out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, did you break the rules and go for ice cream at any point? So it wasn't my call. It was the other leader who did that. <laughs> I guess I guess she had mentioned it before. And when they were all going around doing the affirmation thing, they looked at her and she said, "And Teresa, thank you so much for convincing Evan to take us out for ice cream." <laughs> and I went, "What?" <laughs> But at that point, I, I couldn't find it in my heart to say no, you know, because yeah. the other group was going. Uh, listen, I, we went for ice cream at the end of every week that I do it. Yeah. So okay. uh, the last working day on the way back to the school, we yeah. always stopped for ice cream. Okay. So that was, I was just <laughs> we asking. Stopped at, we stopped at Cold Stone I know, on the way. I know you are not a rule breaker right. by nature. Oh, they were, they were joking about that? They're like, Evan's very punctual. We're noticing that. I'm like, all right, five more minutes on this break. The alarm timer goes off. All right, five minutes is up. Back to work. They're like, wow. <laughs> that is so not me. Where I'm like, you guys have a minute and a half left. They're like, what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so our, our friend Mike on the chat says, and what flavors did you get? I did not get any ice cream, actually, because I felt a little guilty breaking. <laughs> Come on. But one of the kids was like, I'm getting vanilla. At Cold Stone Creamer. I'm getting nice. vanilla. I said, vanilla? That's the, that's the quality. That's right. She's like, I, I, I don't like anything else. Vanilla is the best. Vanilla-based ice cream is the only real ice cream. Everything I think we've else had this is conversation gross. before. <laughs> <laughs> we did do uh, we did do free day this year, yeah, which was a lot do? of fun. So we uh, we came up with a list of ideas. One of the things that they had listed on the website was Six Flags Great Adventure, mm. but that was like an hour and a half out of the way for us. Wow. So we're like, no, we're not doing that. So well, then we, we have a Six Flags right. forty minutes from us up here. So yeah. It's like, so we came up with a list of things. Thursday night we had a vote. Friday morning we double checked. Are you guys still up for that, or do you mm. just want to go home? They're like, no, yeah. let's. So we ended up going to Splashdown Beach in New York, right off of eighty four. Okay. And uh, it's like a very small lake compounds. Okay. And uh, Tyler, who you know, one mm-hmm. of our catechists, recommended it. He said, "Yeah, my family used to go there all the time." So it was really, yeah. So it was really cool being able to go and uh, have fun and laid back time, but also for them to bond more. Well, absolutely. As a community. 
Because, um, like I said, in the previous years where our group stayed more together, you felt like that stronger bond. But then if they're split up throughout the week, having that bonding time to share their experiences and stuff like that, other than just the uh, organized nightly programs, right. which also, so since this was your first time, we'll get back to the beach and the sure, free day, sure. um, how did you feel the week was run? I thought it went pretty well. Um, I thought there were there were groups that behaved better than others, and I, I'll brag on our group and say <laughs> it's one of the best. Um, so I was, I was a little bummed when we did adoration and we yep. did four corners. Yep. And so what would happen... Mass, mass every day. Right, right, every morning, which was great. Yeah, I love that. Um, and what we did was for for four corners, the, everybody would line up, process out of the gym, mm-hmm. and then the adults would quickly scurry around, clean chairs out of the way, mm-hmm. and the staff would set up the stations for four corners. Yep. And then the kids would loop around, and then they'd come back in, and everything's all set up, candles lit. Yeah. It was a really, really beautiful presentation. And there were kids in our group, unfortunately, that said, I was trying to stay in this prayerful state, but everyone else was talking. Yep. And no one was coming around, just kind of making sure that everyone was Yeah, that that tends to happen uh, at most of the ones that I've been on. Yeah. Because you feel like the groups are not really instructed well by their adult chaperones on what to expect and what the proper protocol and proper behavior for the situation is. It's because this is supposed to be a very serious prayer activity, uh, nice time for meditation and experiencing Christ present in the Eucharist. And when you need to go talk to someone, you find an adult with an open candle and sit in front of them and have that conversation, not sit in a large group of young people and just have a conversation, which is what always tends to happen. Like, yeah, it just always. But then, you know, hearing from our group Thursday night when we all meet up and the the people in charge, the directors for our projects that we work on come Mm -hmm. and visit. Yeah. And then you see the slideshow at the end, so you get to see the bigger picture of what our whole group was able to accomplish and then hear the testimonies. Mm -hmm. That was cool. And then just driving back, and I was talking with our group at church about this, and just hearing the kids in the backseat talk about what the week meant to them yeah, and, and how happy they were, that that was cool. Yeah. Because then it's like, you know... This was all worth it. Yeah. So what were some of the other work projects? So I'm I'm trying to remember. There were were groups of of our uh, team that worked with people with with mental illness, uh, some behavior stuff. Okay. So they were helping. My uh, Jen was helping out a senior center. And they'd okay. go from senior center to senior center, like on a different oh, day. that's cool. So they were working a lot with that. And um, it was funny because we had one one girl who actually came from a conference that was for working with people with disabilities. And that's so cool. for her to come in, and she ended up leaving, flying in from Indiana to Bradley International Airport. And then her mom drove her from there to New Jersey. Wow. All in one day. Yeah. 
That's nuts. That that was crazy. But for her to say, you know, I just came from this conference and now I'm working with people with yeah. with disabilities. She said it's such a god thing. Well, that that the one of the most impactful Catholic Heartwork camps I've ever been a part of was the one I want to say it was Virginia. We did group home and we painted all of the rooms on the inside of the house, and then we did a ton of yard work for this home, this group home for the uh, adults with developmental or physical dif- uh, disabilities yeah. uh, or persons with disabilities. And so it was just this amazing experience because the house that we were at was all siblings. It was all mm. five siblings uh, and they all had different levels of uh, developmental disabilities. And so they uh, really just wanted to be able to use their yard and, and yeah. be able to use the, the path around back and have a garden and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And so that the organization that runs it, they had this list of stuff for us to do. And we did all of it and then some. Yeah. And uh, Brett... Uh, who was part of my group, mm-hmm. We he was like, we're not leaving. I'm like, what do you mean we're not leaving? He's like, that table is still in pieces. There was like this old patio table that they were like, oh, we're going to throw that away. It, it fell apart, and um, we just can't put it back together. And so Brett earlier in the week was like, do you think we'd be able to put that back together? And I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, it's just missing bolts and stuff. We should be able to put that back together, but we never got the bolts or anything like that. And Brett's like, no, we're not leaving. (laughs) I'm like, all right. So luckily enough, I had another adult as part of my group, uh, Martine Scott. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, Martine, you're in charge. I'm going to run to Home Depot and get some bolts. It's another rule <laughs> that you're not supposed right. to leave the work site. But so I went to Home Depot, got all the stuff, and, and came back. Um, the other thing that I'm not mentioning is the fact that we were supposed to be done working at a certain time because the organization was throwing us a picnic. Mm. Um, and so there was going to be burgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. And all of our young people were like, no, we need to finish what, what we came here to do. Yeah. Like, we can always have burgers. We can always yeah. have hot dogs. We're not here for the recognition. We're here to, to serve, and we, we want to get this done. So put the table together, yeah. uh, moved it back onto the patio, cleaned it all off, put all the chairs around it. We had assembled a new grill the organization had bought for the house, so we put that there. Um, and then I took a group photo of all the young people sitting at the table with the grill right there. And so then we went to the picnic. And we showed it to the family uh, that lives in the house. And this one guy, I want to say his name was James, like literally started crying. Like it was so, it's just so what he wanted. He wanted to be able to sit outside and wanted to be able to look at his garden and sit at a table and eat outside and and all that stuff. And and while we were working there, he would just stand at the door and kind of just look at us outside. (laughs) And so now he had a place to sit outside and, you know, enjoy uh, the little patio that they have there. So like just awesome. And for all of our young people to just be like, no, this is what we're here to do. And Brett going, nah, we're we're not not leaving. leaving. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) 
it's just yeah it's just one of those moments where it's like okay here's why we do it yeah you know and um it's just it's just always always mind-blowing to see young people really get it Mm -hmm. in that moment where it's like no we're not we're not here to just goof around and have fun like We're here to make an impact, and how can we make that impact? Mm-hmm. Because we're called to be Christ to others, and yeah. Christ made a pretty big impact. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you could say that. So um, it, just the ability to serve on these mission trips is so awesome. Yeah. But so the the free day, uh, what free did day. you? So what did you end up doing? Like it was uh, like a amusement park. Yeah, it was a water park. Oh, so that's it was, cool. It was perfect after a hot muggy week of oh, work. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. What was the yeah. temp like? So it was it was in the low eighties, low to upper eighties. Okay. And there was there was a I do have to plug this radio station, <clears throat> Star ninety nine point one. Yeah. If you have internet. Radio or uh, Alexa, you can tune in or something. Tune in. Yeah. And uh, it was great. We'd come from Mass singing worship songs, go mm. to the site, plug it in, and it'd be playing Holy Spirit, come oh, to the altar. That's awesome. And you just keep the mood going. Um, but yeah, so so we were listening to that a lot. And then uh, we ended up going to the water park afterwards. And it was, it was like, I would say low 90s, upper 80s okay. right that week. And then just being able to. Take some two brides and float yeah. on the lazy yeah. river. Yeah, that's it was awesome. very, very low maintenance. <laughs> we were there for a couple hours. And uh, it was actually really funny because I had my phone with me. I had my mm. bathing suit on, but I was like, I yeah. got to have my phone on me because the kids were like, I said, if you got to split up, be with at least one other person. Mm-hmm. Let's meet back here for lunch, you know, at yeah. 1230. Text me if you're going to be in a different spot or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to have my phone on me if kids reach out to me or if the parents text me. So we're going yep. on this uh, tube ride, and the kids look at me and go, is that, is that case waterproof? And we're standing in this long, long line, yeah. people behind me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do? So I'm Google searching. All right. It's it's water resistant. Yeah, so just don't up, submerge it. Right. So I ended up getting video for fun where we're going down this tube. Jen's right behind me screaming. I'm screaming my head off. <laughs> and I've got this thing up as high as it'll go. And it was, it was, it was fun. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was a good day. And then, and then uh, yeah, I drove back, had some Chick-fil-A, and then got yeah, back, to, nice. back to the church. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, Soul Fest. Soul Fest, that is, is coming out tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Yeah. The kickoff concerts tonight, they have uh, Mac Powell from Third Day. Nice. Kicking it off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own solo act, and they're going to be doing a few sets there this week. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, it's three days. Three days. It used to be Wednesday through Saturday, but now they've trimmed it down to Thursday through Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's right up at Gunstock Mountain Resort, right next to Lake Winnipesaukee. Yeah. And, That's uh, you, fun to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, you and I have been there a couple times with the Youth <laughs> That's Ministry right. Program. Jen and I have gone a couple times. and. Last three years, we've actually been able to bring my sister Katie, Which so is she's awesome. she's really loved going. Last year, we were there with our friend Jackie, mm-hmm. and and Katie was there too. And they happen to just be milling around, and there's this uh, iced tea station where yeah, if you, get you the buy mug. the mug, 
you get one dollar refills for life as as long as you. Have I the have mug. like three of those mugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the problem is, is they rust. Right. So you don't really want to have them for life. Right. But uh, so so Jen and Jackie are. I mean, yeah, Jen, Katie, and Jackie are standing in line at this uh, Bayou Sweet Tea place, and these kids are walking by. They had two passes, and they said. Hey, uh, we're leaving. We have these passes. Would you like them? So Katie goes, yeah, sure, I'll take it. She takes it, and it's side stage viewing. That's awesome. Skillet That's so set. cool. And she's yeah. the biggest skillet panhead out there. And <laughs> and so for her to be able to stand out there, you know, and see them backstage, yeah. she was freaking out. So that I don't know if this year we'll be able to top that. But, yeah. But she'll be coming with us this time, too. Well, that's like when I was there working, um, helping out Sean Forrest, I had his all-access passes and stuff to get around because I had the camera and I needed to get on stage to film him and get, you know, crowd shots and the pit shots and all that stuff. Like, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And and the few times that I've been there, there's been some really cool collaborations there, too. Mm -hmm. Like, there there was a night where Third Day was on the main stage, and Peter Furler of the Newsboys had done a set on the main stage. He also did a stage up on the mountaintop. But halfway through the set, it wasn't really planned by the organizers of Soulfest. Mm. But Mac Powell was talking about how when they started out as, as third day, they emailed the Newsboys nonstop saying, hey, can we tour with you guys? Can we open <laughs> up for you? And uh, and Peter admitted that he ignored most of them, <laughs> but uh, they said it's really cool to be here. And and Peter Furler's here. Let's do a few songs together. Yeah. So Peter Furler came up on stage, yep. and they did like three, four songs together. Uh, we saw Toby Mack and Kevin Max uh, do a little DC Talk reunion thing. On oh stage yeah, 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 yeah. Like two I remember years that ago. One. So that was that was really cool. So. Yeah, there's been, and uh, I really loved having Matt Marr sing yeah. at Mass. Like, we, that's we make a, cool. We make a point to go to that every year. <laughs> and it's funny um, because people will pull out the cameras and start filming, and I'm like, it's Mass. It's Mass. You know, wait till <laughs> wait till the procession leaves, yeah. and, and then I... Yeah, you know, exactly. At the closing of Mass, then you can... Right, then you can film <laughs> during all the people said amen. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it is a really awesome event, and uh, not sure if Eva and I are going to go up with Zoe or not. Zoe was really, really warm today. We're worried mm. about a fever and stuff. It might just be teething, um, but it might be more than that. So yeah. not sure okay. at the moment. I we'll did, keep an eye out for you. <laughs> I did take the time off of work in anticipation. Mm. Um, I had originally requested the time off a, a long time ago, and uh, MJ was hoping to come up, yeah. and uh, that didn't. You know, work out. Yeah, it didn't work out, um, and uh, sad to hear that because it would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, but you know, stuff comes up, and right. you know, look, I might not be coming <laughs> if, <laughs> if my daughter is sick. Uh, there's yeah. no reason for us to drive all the way. You sure you don't want to drive three hours with a sick kid in the back seat? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Fussing and <laughs> feeling miserable. Uh, 
the other the other she cool gets thing. in for free steve <laughs> oh yeah gotta take advantage yeah take advantage <laughs> of her getting in for free and me paying 70 dollars. yeah she'll get to throw chick-fil-a <laughs> off the stage of people <laughs> that well that's the other thing too it's also like uh for a child there's a lot of sun up that there. is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of melatonin. <laughs> yeah. But it's it is a really awesome time and for anyone who hasn't been before, I definitely recommend it. It's a great music festival and the uh, mountain itself has a lot of cruel cool activities. Cruel, cruel activities. Cruel, very very mean. <laughs> it's very hot. <laughs> uh, but they had we did the uh, zip lining a few years ago. I was about ago. to say, I remember it was a couple years ago that you and Eva came up. We did mm-hmm. the zip line as yeah. the four of us and that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And I would definitely do it again. It was yeah. it was definitely gotta fun. bring Zoe. I don't know if yeah. she's heavy enough to I get don't know it going. If they have but... a harness in her size. Yeah. Well, it's funny. The first time I did it, Jen and I weren't even dating yet. I think we were, it was the year that we met. And I was just like, I'm just going to do this. You know, mm-hmm. I've never ziplined before. I'm going to try it. So I go up, and, and the staff that set you up at each platform mm-hmm. was mocking me the whole way, like just messing with me the whole time. <laughs> So I'm, you know, I've got a little bit of the jitters. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I'm pumped, and they're like, oh wow, you've, you've got one of the new harnesses, and they're setting me up. I'm like, that's cool, and they go, yeah, they don't last as long as the old ones. <laughs> 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 and then they're going, oh, the next platform I get onto it, and they're like, oh, don't worry, we haven't lost anyone today. Today, yeah. <laughs> so it's like little things like that, just to just to hype up the excitement. Well, that was I was always uh, just taken aback by the fact that the platform sways as much as it does, yeah. like going up the staircase. Yep. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> this doesn't really feel safe. No, <laughs> I'm like, hey. If this is how I go, at right. least it's going to be awesome. Yeah, at least I have this view of Lake Winnipesaukee right yeah. in front of me. That is, it, that is the crazy thing about just sitting at the top of that mountain. Yeah. No matter. Or taking the chairlift down. Yeah. You're just looking around and you have the most that view beautiful view. is ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> we digress. Um, so... Who are you going to see? Like, who is your, your so, act? There are a the couple week? that I am looking forward to because I haven't seen them live before. Mm. Uh, there's uh, Phil Keggy, who's been in the Christian music industry since, I think, the 70s. And he's okay. known as one of the best guitarists in the industry. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, the Young Escape is a relatively new band from California that I'm really excited to see. Okay. Uh, big, big fan of their music. Uh, Switchfoot. I've I've been a diehard fan since high school, <laughs> and uh, this will be the first time my sister gets to see them live, so I'm excited about that. And then uh, Mac Powell's new band and Tenth uh, Avenue North is always always great to see. That's great. And then uh, Christian rapper Gavi is going to be there. It's kind of funny because they set him up for Saturday night like mm. headliner. Mm. Um, but for King Country is going to be headlining on the main stage on Saturday. <laughs> But we've seen for King Country, like, I've seen them, like, 72 maybe times. eight times at this point. <laughs> and there's been slight variations, you know, over yeah. those eight times. But They put on an awesome show. They put show. on an awesome show. If you see it twice, you've pretty much seen it for a couple years, though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. 
Gavi is going to be at the Mercy Street stage. Mm. So I said to the girls, because they're huge 14 Country fans, too. I said, yeah. what if we stick around for a couple songs to start off? Yeah. And then once we're ready, we'll move over to the Mercy Street stage, see Gavi, mm. see what he's like. And then yeah. after that, we'll, we'll bounce and beat the mass crowds. Oh, you have, the you mass have exodus. to leave early. Yeah. If you're not staying, like, really local. Yeah. You have to leave her because it's just a long line of cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the years that I was working with Sean Forrest and we were staying like a mile away. Yeah, it was just like, well, we're gonna be here for two hours after right. the end to just get down the street. Mm-hmm. So like, might as well just hang out. Yeah, you know. Um, but when we're driving to Linda's, which is so awesome that she lets us use yeah. her house and super thankful for all that. But it's a drive, so you don't you don't want to be stuck in that line right. of cars and then having to drive, you know, that yeah. distance. So one cool thing that did happen a couple of years ago was we were leaving right at the end and they had set up a little bonfire by the by the check in mm-hmm. area and everything. Yep. And Sidewalk Profits had come a day earlier because they wanted to scope out the festival and see what it was like. <laughs> they saw this bonfire, grabbed a few instruments, and just started playing around the fire. And people were just coming and hanging out and chilling That's with really Sidewalk cool. Profits. And we just walked by and we're like, who are those guys? And just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where the newsboys were there one year. They just mm. started walking through the campsites saw some people and, and said, hey, can we hang out with you guys? Mm. And they ended up having dinner with the newsboys. Paul Coleman That's did the really cool. thing where he said to someone, hey, where are you guys? St- can I have some spaghetti tonight? I'm craving some spaghetti. You'll let, you'll let me come over for spaghetti? All right, I'll do that. So That's there's, really there's cool. a nice little, yeah. the wall isn't there so much. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's always so awesome. Yeah. Okay, Saint of the Day. Fun name, too. Yeah. Saint Alphonsus Laguiri. Yep. Yeah, you said it right, too. Yeah. So it's it, he's got this really awesome story where he received a doctorate in both canon law hmm. and civil law at the age of 16. He gave up practicing law to dedicate his his life to theology. Mm. And he wrote a lot about moral theology mm. and became a priest, ter- kept turning down becoming a bishop. Mm. He felt very much called to a reform of uh, confession and reform of the way that priests came to like penances and stuff like that meaning that instead of punishment think about grace think about Mm. uh, wanting to have kindness wanting to have mercy don't think about you know fire and brimstone think about love the fact that you know that's where Christ wanted it to come from was Mm. come from love so um, he he wrote about all of this, and as a bishop, eventually, he actually did mm-hmm. say yes. He, he made a lot of changes in his diocese, and there was a lot of other things going on at the time. Um, 
And, yeah, so he lived this pretty awesome life uh, being a saint. (laughs) And just to think about the fact that he was, like, a lawyer, both canon law or church law, for those of you who don't know, and civil law, meaning regular laws of the time. And he was uh, alive in the 1700s, so not that long ago. So that's pretty crazy to think about the fact that at 16 years old, he had received two doctorates. Like, that's crazy. That's awesome. So that is our saint of the day, St. Alphonsus Liguori. Cool. (laughs) And uh, he... Is just awesome. So yeah. look him up. Saint awesome. of the day. Now our Bible reading. Bible. <laughs> Book of Matthew. Book of Matthew. Another super long one. Guys, prepare. <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> Got to open up my digital Bible. <laughs> so the Gospel of Matthew. 13, 44 through 46, those of you who like to read along at home. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joys, goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant Searching for fine pearls, and when he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know, we had a nice car horn going off in the middle of it, so that's (laughs) awesome. Lots of distractions in life. We just got to learn. Yeah, that's right. But so the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field. Mm -hmm. A person finds it and hides it, then goes and buys that field. Right. Sells everything so that he can buy it. Yeah. Or she. No, exactly. But it's it's the to me the giving up of every of your own things like of all that you have to. Go to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. To understand that nothing we have is is worth as much as heaven and getting to heaven. So give up all that you have to obtain heaven. Amen. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's, It's... Great. Such a long passage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, news of the weird. News of the weird. So this is a, a series because ever since we ever since we met last, mm. ever since we la- met last, you got what I meant. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long week. <laughs> I'm like, did I word that right? Did, so, I, did I speak good? <laughs> I, I did good in school. So <laughs> Learned learn me real good. <laughs> so my mother was proud. So uh, alligators are angry because they got all them teeth <laughs> and no toothbrush. ADD is great for the two of us. So a bunch of Guinness Book World Records have been set. Guinness Book we, World Records. Since yeah. we last met. <laughs> and, uh, one comes from New York when an uh, athlete broke the record for successfully pulling off a 64.13-inch standing jump. What? Wait a minute. What? 
64.13 inch standing jump. So his vertical jump was yeah, 64. He didn't do any running. He just stood there and jumped. That's five feet, four yeah. inches. Christopher Spell, 23, a Cortland Manor native and university at Buffalo graduate, said he'd been training for six days a week since August 2018 to pull off the feat he successfully accomplished on Sunday. Five foot four. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and then an Idaho not, man. Not to be outdone by. No, 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 no. <laughs> an Idaho man who has a history of breaking Guinness Book of World Records captured another title when he stacked 30 bars of wet soap in one minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so is there a different record for dry soap? I think it was just to make it more challenging, <laughs> you know? All right. But uh, the guy's name is David Rush, whose previous records include fitting blueberries into his mouth and balancing a running lawnmower on his chin. And he said to uh, give him the ability to grip the slippery bars of soap, he grew out his fingernails. But, okay, so I'm more puzzled by the balancing a running lawnmower yeah. on his yeah. chin. That's, that's got to take some guts. Yeah, so he just had big <laughs> nails <laughs> so he could stab right, right, right. the... <laughs> so he could grab it. Yeah. And uh, the next record was also made by David Rush when he uh, wrapped his wife in plastic wrap in one minute and 57 seconds. He said it took four practice tries and 12 official attempts to successfully cover his wife from the bottoms of her feet to her neck. Thankfully, it didn't go any higher. I was going to say, wait a minute. (laughs) In plastic wrap, David has broken dozens of against world records in his pursuit to promote, promote STEM education. So I don't know how they get from <laughs> wrapping your wife up with plastic to STEM education, but so my thing is, is how did they how did they decide not to wrap her head in plastic? It's like, listen, we understand yeah. what you're going for. Here. <laughs> That's enough. You're good. You got it. Pretty much. In <laughs> a running lawnmower on his chin. How, what was the? <laughs> He's promoting STEM education, but apparently has a lot of free time. On apparently, his that's that is preposterous. And, and putting blueberries into his mouth, bouncing yeah. wet soap bars. Yeah, wet soap bars. Like apparently I said, apparently the last record for that was like around twenty-five. Twenty so beat it by five. But I guess I I don't understand why, <laughs> like. Someone was like, oh, we got to do wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we've been doing it wrong this whole time? Yeah. They're so dry. Yeah, it's so easy we to soak do. soak them for a minute. <laughs> Make sure the sun doesn't touch it. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, we just hose the Turn guy down. Turn off the fan. <laughs> but, yeah. That's put a- it on the dry <laughs> surface. Man. So, those of you who are listening to the podcast know that that sound means it's time to wrap up. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. (laughs) Thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks for you guys for following along live. Um, I just really appreciate all the support. And uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Keep smiling and God bless.